0: Hello, and welcome to Not Your Mother's Library, a reader's advisory podcast from the Oak Creek Public Library. I'm Rachel, and once again, since Melody's departure, I am without a co-host. This is where you would stick a crying face emoji. Luckily for everyone, though, today we have a brand new guest. This is most excellent, truly, because we are going to be talking about musicals, and I do not have any sort of expertise in that area. So to balance the episode out with a more professional perspective, I would like to welcome to the podcast Oak Creek Library's very own Technical Services Librarian. Would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Hello everyone. I am a new guest. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So um, I am the Technical Services Librarian here at the Oak Creek Library. My name is Joanne. I graduated from Carroll University with a degree in music um, which was super helpful for libraries, not so much. <laughs> um, and then went to UW-Milwaukee to get my master's in library science. And I've been working in public libraries ever since. Um, I've always had a love of music since I've been a child. Um, my mom is actually a church organist, and so I think that's where wow. I get it from. Yeah. Um, I used to play piano. I did about 10 years and then quit. <laughs> so... <laughs> I might be able to read some sheet music, but probably not very well. Um, but the mainly what I was going for um, at Carol was singing. So um, I've been in four, four choirs at one time. Dang. So that was pretty intensive. And that was in high school, actually. So there Starting you go. Starting young. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and then even when I was in college, too, um, I was in, I think, three choirs at one time. Wow. So. I even quit my first job, cashiering at Pick and Save. Woo woo, fancy! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because I had too many choral engagements (laughs) in high school. (laughs) A lot of people can say that. Yes, we in December at Pius, we would go for it would be a week, and we would go out every single day and have performances at like nursing homes and churches. Very cool. So, but it meant that I had no other additional free time, so. Sure. So I quit. <laughs> my job. <laughs> so there you go. As far as li- going, bringing it back to library land, my, my parents used to live um, on the north side of Milwaukee, and the closest library to us was actually Villard. We used to always get um, VHS tapes of musicals from that library. Villard had like the most awesome VHS tape collection (laughs) back in the day. Makes me a little sad that that's not happening anymore. But what are you going to do? And so that's actually how um, I came to really love musicals was checking out lots of musicals and watching them all the time. Um, my favorite musical star, favorite movie musical star, I should be more specific, um, is Deanna Durbin. And not a lot of people have really...
0: I have not yeah, heard of her. <laughs> have heard of her
1: like at all. Well, the thing with Deanna Durbin is she did like 10 to 13 movies and then dropped out of the biz. So oh, wow. she, she was done at that point. She moved to France and lived her life. And she actually just died a couple years ago. Um, She was, you know, one of many uh, musical stars, like Mm -hmm. um, Doris Day is another one. Yep, that just recently passed away and was in her 90s. And it was the same thing with Deanna Durbin that she was in her, like she was 92, I think, when she passed away. So I actually have a tattoo, that's the only tattoo that I have, (laughs) (laughs) on uh, my ankle of the sheet music, kind of, of... um, one of my favorite songs that she does is Can't Help Singing. Wow. And so I have the words of that on my tattoo. And then I have D.D., the initials for Deanna Durbin. So a true fan. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so, when did you get the tattoo? Um, that was probably seven years ago. It's been a hot minute. <laughs> <laughs> and I will never, ever get one ever again. <laughs> because it hurt painful experience i'm sure (laughs) yeah it kind of felt like a steak knife being like dragged through my skin sort of
0: i've been contemplating getting one but that is putting me off so yeah so that's my spiel i am already really impressed by your experience uh we are discussing all of this today because last year joanne created a very cool program called musical sing-along nights Uh, If you haven't been before, well, stick around because we will definitely get into it later in the episode. Um, In the meantime, let's open things up a bit with a teaser. Joanne, I believe you're going to tell us a little bit about a popular musical called
1: Mamma Mia, here we go again. Okay, sorry. It's (laughs) Mamma Mia, was just the first one. (laughs) That was so good. (laughs) <laughs> it's kinda of misleading because here we go again this is the second, second one. Yeah, yeah. So Mom we're just doing Mamma Mia. That's it. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, so Mamma Mia is an awesome movie musical. I love it. Um it's set on a colorful Greek island. Um, which I love Greece. I love everything about it. Um <laughs> so sunny country. It is it is so beautiful. In my dream of dreams, that's definitely where I would vacation to. Nice. But. Anyways, um, so it's about a young woman who is about to be married, and she discovers that one of three possible men could be her father. And so she doesn't know who it is, and her mother doesn't know who it is either. So it's kind of this interesting thing. Um, So uh, it's actually based on the songs of Abba. Um, which is a Swedish pop slash dance group, if you don't know who that is. is. who
0: doesn't know who Abba is? If you've been
1: living under a rock, maybe. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> they were very active from 1972 to 1982 um, and were, and probably are, one of the most popular international pop groups of all time. Um, they topped the charts again and again in Europe, North and South America, and Australia. So, I mean, it's, I'm, I love Abba music. I really do. So, nice. So it's kind of this great combination of just awesome songs from Ava, and then really great performances from um, Meryl Streep and Amanda Seyfried. Um, Seyfried, I don't know how you want to pronounce it. There you go. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I love I love both of them. You know, as the mother daughter team in this, I think they're really you know convincing, and it's and especially in the second movie. Spoilers. It gets very poignant, and you know, very. Oh, okay. It made me cry. Aww. so that's a but, good marker for an
0: emotional film. Yeah. Yes. So, and you know, I do know their names. I don't know their musical backgrounds, though. But obviously, they're pretty famous Hollywood actors.
1: Yes. Um. And actually, Meryl Streep does have a background in singing. Does she? Okay. So yeah. So it's not super. You know. Uh, far stretch to do this.
0: Yeah, you know, I it's my understanding that there is some contention when it comes to movie musicals, namely when casting Hollywood actors as opposed to professional vocalists in lead roles. I remember this being a huge issue when Les Mis came out, the motion picture version. Um, Hugh Jackman and, and Hathaway who are both in that movie have a big theater background but uh, Russell Crowe does not hot.
1: <laughs> which I have to say I love Hugh Jackman I'm I would marry Hugh Jackman in Long a hot second letter. if Just I could put that in there <laughs> um, but he and it's kind of funny you know I have to, have to say this segue because he actually was uh, starred in the movie musical Oklahoma right which I own <laughs> Um <laughs> And um, what's interesting about that is he went from doing Oklahoma and, you know, being, uh, you know, very fresh-faced and, you know, cute and whatever, um, to X-Men. Really? Yes. Yeah. that soon, huh? Yep. That yeah. was, like, the very next jump was... See, that's where I know. ...becoming Wolverine. From. Yeah. Wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I think it, uh, it's kind of crazy how that, that transition, in my opinion. But I think he's a really good singer, so... I feel with movie musicals, I mean, it's more about the actors you know that's that's yeah. really what's drawing people in so you want to see Meryl Streep yeah. and Hugh Jackman and Anne Hathaway and you know Russell Crowe or you know whoever
0: it's a common practice I mean it, it, they draw the crowd
1: yeah. yeah I mean if it was a Broadway like musical that I would be seeing in the theater then I would probably expect a higher level or higher quality of singing um, so even though like in Mamma Mia Pierce Brosnan obviously yeah. is not a singer but I also <laughs> (laughs) love Pierce Brosnan Um, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm okay with it because you know it's the movie that's you know why I wanted to see it because he was in it as well so yeah so I'm fine with you know not having you know all like very professionally trained musicians in these movies Mm -hmm.
0: and other examples include like there's what, Gerard 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 Butler Gerard in Phantom of the Opera which is I love that movie mm-hmm. I thought he did a great job mm-hmm. he's not trained at all to be a singer yeah um there's Johnny Depp and Sweeney Todd Emma Watson and Beauty and the Beast Ian McGregor and Nicole Kidman and Moulin Rouge I mean huge names honestly I've never had a good enough ear to tell the difference between a professional singer in these movies and someone who was just trained like six months beforehand to take on a role okay um <laughs> I thought all the actors I just mentioned did a great job in their films. So I guess I'm just a target demographic with that. Mm-hmm. You can't hear a difference yourself. You have a huge background in music. Do they do a good enough job?
1: I mean, you can tell a difference. Oh, sure. For sure. Okay. Um, so, you know, people like Kristen Chenoweth is another. Um, and she had... Like experience though more in music, kind of like Meryl Streep, and even more. I mean, she's sung on Broadway though. I mean, that's so that she actually is trained in that, and so you can tell the difference when you know it's Kristen Chenoweth versus, you know, Russell Crowe or 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 Russell Crowe. We're really throwing him (laughs) under the bridge. We are. Sorry. Well, he's,
0: he's just, he's not great in lateness, is he, let's be honest. He tried, but not very
1: hard. So He phoned it in. So, yeah, you can tell a difference. I mean, you know, the magic of, of auto-tune nowadays means that it's not as significant a difference. Okay.
0: As That's it, a good point. As yeah. it used
1: to be. Um, so if it sounds like dead cats, they can tweak it a little, you
0: know? Oh, dear. So... <laughs>
1: But yeah, like I said, I think it's just more about uh, the person, you know, the actual person performing in these movie musicals and not necessarily their skills in the singing part of it. Yeah. If they have the sk- skills, that's kind of an additional just bonus.
0: Yeah. There you go. Oh. And look, when Mama Mia first came out in 2008, I went and saw it in the Rosebud Cinema in Tosa, which I'm sure plenty of our listeners have been to before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Myself I, included. There we go. I remember it being very, very crowded, which just points toward how popular it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's lasted to this date. I mean, there is a sequel that came out pretty recently. so
1: Yeah, I mean, there's 10 years uh, gap between mm-hmm. the first movie and the second movie. I mean, it's rare that you have such a large gap in, in between, you know, the original and a sequel. And it has
0: mostly the same actors, I believe. It
1: has all of the same actors. There
0: you go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, including Cher.
0: Whoa! what is, yeah shares in
1: the second one not in the first one fun
0: um, and more importantly it is going to feature during this month's musical sing-along night do you want to talk a bit about that
1: Of course I do Rachel <laughs> so <laughs> um, as Rachel mentioned the um, musical sing-along nights is something that I started um, in May of 2019. Around about that time, um, and it's just something that is obviously, as you can tell, as I'm talking about it, near and dear to my heart. Um, and so, it's something that I love doing. And I thought, why not make it into a program that's you know other people can enjoy? So. Um, the first Wednesday of every month, we're doing a one movie musical every single month. Um, it's going to be in the multi-purpose room of the Oak Creek Library. so it's in that main lobby area. Um, the doors open at 5:30 p.m and the movie starts at 6 pm. And then it just goes long as how long, however long the movie is. Sure. So I've had people request Fiddler on the Roof, which means that it would last until like 9.30. Oh. We'll see if we ever do that one. <laughs> Personally, that's practically my bedtime. So. <laughs> Same. Um, so uh, the other nice thing is that Jimmy John's is actually providing the subs. awesome so thank you to jimmy johns That's the local store here in oak creek right yes exactly um and then we are also getting popcorn from uh guardian credit union um which is fantastic
0: yeah so gotta have popcorn at the movies yes
1: um so there's subs there's chips or popcorn um beverages are provided I also do uh, themed raffle prizes at the end of the night. So if you stay until the very end of the movie, then I actually raffle off um, two prizes that are themed towards the actual movie. Oh, how neat. So it's, yeah, it's a nice, I love getting things together for it. It's kind of a cute little thing. I
0: can attest to that. (laughs) I have seen Joanne running down in the back, (laughs) being like, quick, give me ideas for what to give as a prize. (laughs) Yes, please. Are harder to figure out than others but you've been pretty good with it
1: yes one of the upcoming ones newsies is a little bit hard to figure out you know what would really fit but i think we figured something out that people will like so um so it's and it's little things you know it's not anything crazy and sometimes it's just you know a little candy and you know whatever but it, yeah, i think it just adds a nice little touch to yeah. the program so something fun and a
0: thank you to patrons for coming
1: yes mm-hmm. and kids get excited you know when they come to the movies and they see that you know they can win these prizes yeah. they're very excited about so it so the
0: program is for all ages
1: it is however children under 10 must be accompanied by an adult that's our rules of the library That's true yes um So you don't have to register for this at all. It's just drop in. Um, So whatever ones that you want to come to, you're more than welcome. Um, I recently had somebody ask about like the lyrics and if we print the lyrics or how that kind of works. Um, So I don't print the lyrics. Typically what I do is play the movie and then i either play the sing-along edition um so like for frozen there's a sing-along edition Mm -hmm. of course because it's so well known now and everybody loves the songs let it go (laughs) etc um now you've got it stuck in my head yes i apologize um so sometimes i play the sing-along editions um otherwise if they don't have a sing-along edition then i have the captions and so those are on at the bottom of the screen, so nice. then people can sing along with that
0: and kind of up to date, as if you were doing a sing along or karaoke, I guess.
1: Yes, exactly. So, so I don't have anything printed, but it is on the screen so that you can, you know, sing along because I don't know the words to every single song right. in every single musical and now. It's we crazy. are saving
0: the trees that way,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, basically, that's. The gist of it. Um, You can always check the library's website. So if you go to oakcreeklibrary.org slash events, then you'll be able to see the various events that we have going on in the library. There's a lot of cool things. Yeah. Um, But you will also be able to see the movie musicals on there every single month. And each time um, it is listed in the events calendar, it'll also show the ratings and all that kind of stuff. Because some of the... Musicals are aimed towards younger children. So like Frozen Mm -hmm. and Moana I did, for example. Um, Some of them are for family. So Music Man, um, Mary Poppins, um, Newsies. Um, And then some of them are probably for more of an adult audience. Um, So, Singing in the Rain, I did. Um, Pajama Game is one that's going to be coming up. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, it's not like they're, none of them are rated R or anything like
0: that. Are there any rated R musicals?
1: Uh, Maybe Hedwig and the Angry Inch.
0: Never even heard of it, but I want to see
1: it. Yeah, it's interesting. So. (laughs) Uh, and Rocky Horror Picture Show is not oh, rated R, yeah. I don't it
0: think. Sh- might. Maybe Rocky Horror should be. I, I love that musical. I mean. I wouldn't want to bar it for many ages, but you should discern for yourself if you think your kids.
1: Yeah. It's it. more just the sexually inappropriateness uh-huh. of it really is what. That's yeah, not
0: really violent. The
1: issue. No. But in our culture, violence is, you know, more tolerated. Definitely. Than anything. Oh, yeah having to do with sex. Very
0: taboo. Didn't know we were getting into
1: this on the podcast. Yeah, I know. I like it. It's very (laughs) totally different, and I could go on and on, but I won't. (laughs) Uh, So basically the point is make sure that the movie, if you're planning on bringing younger children, is something that you think would be appropriate for them.
0: On that note, I did think it would be kind of fun to talk about some of our favorite musicals, the ones that we have memorized all the songs for, maybe even some of the choreography Uh
1: Yeah. No. no. Okay. <laughs> Not a dancer. <answer. laughs> by by any means. Don't get the moves. <laughs> the songs, yes, there are some that I definitely know almost all the songs for.
0: Rocky Horror was one for me. Definitely. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Um... And this question, I've had this question from a lot of people actually, that because okay. they know that I love mus- movies and specifically musicals, um, and they always ask me, "Well, what's your favorite musical?" Some one of my family members just asked me this over Christmas, and it's like, "Ooh, this is a hard question," um, because I personally own 125 musicals Ooh, wow. on, on DVD and a couple on VHS tape because they aren't available on DVD.
0: Wow! So, <laughs> yeah, wow! I so, do to say.
1: <laughs> Um, so, yeah, it's just really hard for me to choose. Yeah, I and sometimes it depends on my mood. You know, sometimes, mm. you know, I'm more upbeat and whatever. So maybe Mamma Mia is my favorite because that's more upbeat songs and, you know, et cetera. Yeah. Um, But I think the one that I usually go back to is Thoroughly Modern Millie. Um, it's starring Julie Andrews. Um, and she's a flapper kind of in the 1920s. Um, so it's just a very cute, kind of random cheeky film.
0: It's hard for me to see that because I think Julie Andrews and I think sophisticated lady. So
1: I mean, in <laughs> one of the movies she posed to- she was topless. Oh. so she's so she's not always a nun. <laughs> Julie. <laughs> I was say it. So, <laughs> so sorry to, to pop that bubble is for that you. Is that what I I don't think it is. She might have pasties, okay. maybe, is the reason why. Okay. But moving on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so it's actually, she's really good in, um, I mean, she's good in pretty much everything yeah, she does. That's true. Um, but in Thoroughly Modern Millie, I really like it. Um, and my favorite line from it is soy sauce! So if you guys want to figure out what the heck that means, watch Thoroughly Modern Movie. I'll give you a tip just so that you're not like, what the hell? Um, (laughs) In one scene, um, someone gets something spilled on their dress. And Julie Andrews is like, oh, I know a remedy for this. Soy sauce. So they go in the house or wherever. and, And then she comes back out and her entire front of her fancy white flapper dress is just coated in, like, soy Bugs sauce. Here. And so she just puts her hands up to the sky in soy sauce. Oh so it's fantastic. I really want to see it now. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> um, so, and it's funny because it's it's not even so much that I love all the songs from there, although there are some great songs in there. It's more Julie Andrews' performance in it that I really like it. And it's sure. kind of quirky, so yeah. that's, that's what I like about it. Um, other than that, Three Smart Girls um, is another one. And that's one of the first movies that um, Deanna Durbin really starred in um, and then was popular enough even that they did a sequel called wow. Three Smart Girls Grow Up. It's, it's very, all of Deanna Durbin's movies are very, you know, kind of old fashioned sure. and, and wholesome. There's only a couple that are maybe two that are not. So, Do you, do you like the sequel? Um, yes. It's not as good as the original. And, and... I it can be said
0: for most sequels, I think.
1: Yeah. So, I wouldn't rank it, you know, higher up in her list of, you know, movies that she did, but, sure. but it's still, you know, it's not bad. Hmm. Um... Let's see. Another one would be Bye Bye Birdie. I've heard of that one. Yes, that one is, is <laughs> probably one of the first ones that people will actually recognize that I've been talking about. <laughs> um, because as you Anne, I know I really am. That's what happens when you get really into it. Um, so it stars Anne Margaret, um, classic, and uh, Dick Van Dyke, also classic, who is still alive somehow. It's all of these musicals. Anybody who starred in a mu- musical. Is you gotta have
0: the lung capacity apparently
1: live into a crazy age um, so I mean I loved him in the Night of the Museum movies not gonna lie he was super adorable
0: it's, uh, Mary Poppins for me with that horrible accent
1: yes yeah I've heard that you know English people are kind of offended by Dick yeah. Van Dyke's version of an English person so but you know he could dance kind of and he was funny so, so there's that uh, let's see. And then another one would be silk stockings, um, which is probably not rated the best by most people <laughs> and it's and it's a weird kind of premise of a movie um, set in Paris. Hmm. Um, and then this Russian woman comes um, and her, so it's she's played by um Sid Charisse. Oh
0: wow, yeah.
1: Um, and the dancer. Yes, she actually uh, was a ballerina before yeah. she started starring in actual movies. Um, for those of you who might not be as familiar with her, she was in *Singing in the Rain*. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the lady in the green dress with the super long legs. That was that's Sid Charisse. So, um, so of course, obviously, there's dancing, and Fred Astaire co-stars with with her. I have to
0: watch this movie. So right there
1: now. you go. Um, so and but it's yeah. So she. Does a Russian accent, and it's not super great, um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's more the what songs. What's it with accents and uh, Yeah,
1: I don't know. <laughs> so it's more of the songs that I like, and and the dancing obviously yeah. is you know phenomenal. Now so. you say
0: you don't know the choreo, but I bet if you tried really hard, you could do the ones from that film.
1: I mean, the scene that pops out the most in my mind is when she decides to give in to kind of the capitalism. And so rather than dressing in her brown, plain garb, she decides to get all fancy. Um, So there's a scene where she is like taking off her clothes in a very, you know, non-sexy way, (laughs) very PG way. Uh Um and then she's putting on silk stockings and so she's laying on the bed and putting on the silk stockings and then she has like this fancy slip that she puts on and jewelry and bracelets and you know so it's the whole and a fancy hat and you know fancy high-heeled shoes and so it's a whole oh, nice thing which I'm pretty sure is where they got the name silk stockings. Yeah. There's that. Um and then as far as favorite animated children's musical, um, Mulan is actually one of my um, favorites.
0: And they are now making that into a live action movie coming out this year, I believe.
1: I think it is. Yes. I've
0: seen the trailer and it looks surprisingly good.
1: Yeah. I I mean, I, I have mixed feelings about the live action yeah. ones. It's hard
0: to capture the whimsy of animation.
1: Yeah. In the same way. And I'm also really tired of Hollywood doing the exact same things <laughs> yeah. over and over and over
0: i think we could all agree there and
1: over again <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> but uh the reason i love mulan is the songs i mean the songs are so fantastic and iconic so i mean and there's times you know where she's singing and i like start crying i mean it's just <laughs> crazy so <laughs> the more poignant scenes not the crazier ones i've
0: noticed with musicals the more I cry, the more I like the musical. I don't know if that's a weird character trait or if it just means the story is really touching. Uh, but yeah, I there think you the,
1: have it. I think the latter, that it's just more touching. Yeah, more, you, It strikes kind of a more personal tone. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some aspect of it that you know really resonates with you. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would vote. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speaking of musicals that resonate with me,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, on my list I have... Jesus Christ Superstar, which is actually a rock opera by Andrew Lloyd Webber and Tim Rice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it tells the story of Jesus' eventual crucifixion and the original film adaption, which came out in, what, the 70s? Yeah,
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's, it's a very 70s <laughs> oh, ver- yeah. version
1: of it. <laughs> it's fairly dated.
0: <laughs> but I love it all the same. Uh, yes. It, it stars Carl Anderson in the role of Judas, and he has the most sublime voice. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable
1: yes yeah it's true he does it's probably the best judas in any yeah film that i've seen for sure yeah that's definitely a classic jesus christ superstar and
0: but, just fun to say
1: and i've seen so many different versions of it Oh yeah. so even my high school put it on when i was there i didn't wasn't in it sadly but there you go
0: you're you're Schedule is chock full. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I actually oddly only performed in one musical ever in my entire life so far. And that was? um The Wiz.
0: <laughs> I haven't heard of it. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> it's pretty sad <laughs> that, that, that that is the one that I was actually I'm sure in. you were great in it. <laughs> well, so for those of you who don't know, The Wiz is The Wizard of Oz. Oh, sure. But the African-American version... So it starred oh. Michael Jackson and like Diana Ross and wow. et cetera in the actual movie. So, you know, imagine a bunch of high schoolers <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to perform that. Get on that level. <laughs> so I was one of the doo girls. <laughs> so I was one of a group of, I think it was six girls. Um, so we all dressed the same, and then we uh-huh. were off to the side of the stage, and so the people would be singing the songs, and we'd be the chew up and do up, do up doo-wop background, basically
0: a coveted role. Not much.
1: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was that was a weird one.
0: Huh. Well, sharp left turn. My other favorite musical <laughs> <laughs> is uh, one called Across the Universe, and this is actually very similar to Mamma Mia. Because they use ABBA, but across the universe uses the songs of the Beatles. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only downside with this film is it is very, very long. (laughs) Uh, It looks amazing. I can't remember who the director was, but they did a great job.
1: Yes. It's been a while since I've seen that one, um, but it is... It is amazing.
0: Yeah, the way they interweave the songs with the narrative—it mm-hmm. always surprises me how creatives can do that so well.
1: And once again, it's you know just like if you love ABBA, then you'll love Mamma Mia. If mm-hmm. you love the Beatles, then you'll probably love Across the Universe. Probably, yeah. So um,
0: another one that is so close to my heart is Doctor Horrible's Sing Along Blog.
1: So that's one I've never heard of before in my entire life. I'm going to
0: make you watch it. It is written by Joss Whedon and Company during the writer's strike of 07. And as is often the case with anything created by Whedon, it mixes satire and drama. So Whedon did Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Mm -hmm. Firefly, Dollhouse, one of the Avengers movies, I think. The original Avengers movie. Hmm. Yeah, in case you didn't know, there's some trivia for you. All right. Um, It is incredibly witty and tragic and Nathan Fillion is in it. So if for no other reason than that, watch it. Yes. (laughs) Also Neil Patrick Harris and Felicia Day. So
1: that's a decent cast right Uh there. So, yeah, I feel like I should know about it or maybe my husband knows about it because he is more of a fan of Joss Whedon stuff. Sure, sure. So like Firefly. um, But I just it hasn't stumbled across me yet.
0: I think it's. Maybe an hour and a half, probably shorter. Okay. It originally came out in three webisodes mm. online for free because they were trying to stick it to the man of Hollywood. Um, <laughs> I don't know if they did so successfully or not, but the movie is great. So if nothing else came out of that horrible time, at least that did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, there you go.
0: <laughs> uh, another is Matilda. So this is based on a book of the same name by roald doll is that how you say his name
1: i think it's roald like yeah sure emphasis on the first part of it
0: roald doll i think so uh this musical features music and lyrics by tim minchin who is one of my personal favorite musicians Mm. he's very quick with words and the musical is stellar and it's pretty much an all kid cast apart from obviously the very few adult roles if you've seen the movie it's fairly similar but A lot more musical.
1: (laughs) Yeah, once again, I don't know if that's one I've seen. I've seen Matilda, the movie, like just Mm -hmm. the standalone movie, but I don't know if I've seen the musical version. So, might have to. It was on
0: Broadway for a bit, won quite a few awards.
1: Might have to check that one out.
0: Yeah. And lastly, I want to talk about a live action fantasy musical TV series called Gallivant. It is fun and hilarious. The music was written by Alan Menken Menken? and Glenn Slater of Disney musical fame, so they wrote the lyrics and the music for The Little Mermaid, Aladdin, and others. Uh, Which, it's charming. Hmm. Uh, It is kind of an adult show, I would say. Mm -hmm. It's not rated R or anything, but there are some jokes that will probably go over your kids' heads. <laughs> Hopefully.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? You can always hope. That's that's pretty much all kids' movies nowadays. There's always some stuff in there where it's like, nah, yeah. that's really for the parents that are stuck in the theaters yeah. watching this yeah. right now. Cartoons so, as well, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, is it available on, like, streaming
0: I don't know. I imagine streaming it is. I know that it did come out on DVD, so I imagine if it's not available on Netflix or Hulu, probably Amazon Prime, but nowhere else. Nice. Yeah. I know it was on Netflix last year, but it might not still be the case as they constantly shuffle stuff out. So...
1: Um, as far as, so this is kind of a stretch, talking about a musical TV series, but in my brain, and because I love it so much, Bob's Burgers <laughs> definitely falls within that frame. <laughs> Practically because it seems like... I knew she was going to sneak it in. I know, I love it. <laughs> I'm a huge Bob's Burgers fan, as I'm wearing a Bob's Burgers lanyard for my badge right now for work. Um, so... Because, I mean, practically every episode, there's some song kind of built in there. Either Linda's singing a song, just some weird little snippet of a song. <laughs> you know what?
0: I say it counts.
1: <laughs> I think it does. So, and then they have episodes that are, that are more, you know, music heavy too and, you know, etc. So, sure. but yeah, Bob's Burgers. I'm going to, I'm going to claim it for musicals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're doing a service. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right now, officially on the record. Check. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that is all we have time for. Be sure to check the show notes for information on everything we just talked about. Also, subscribe and rate the podcast if you like what you hear. If you don't like what you hear, you can also rate us anyway if you want to make my day very sad. Uh, you can reach <laughs> us through the library's website or Facebook page. Be sure to use the hashtag Not Your Mother's Library. Thank you for joining me on this adventure, Joanne.
1: Well, thank you for having me in my wonderful rambly kind of ness. We
0: would be so happy to have you back at some point in the future.
1: Oh, definitely. Especially if it has more to do about musicals. Because <laughs> books split. <bleh>. Just, just <laughs> so kidding. A librarian. <laughs> I love books.
0: Uh, uh, I will be back next month with another guest and possibly a new co-host maybe both Mm. Uh, we'll be breaking the fourth wall you'll see Ooh, so exciting (laughs) as mentioned at the end of last episode april is national poetry month and we are accepting submissions send your poetry to us via facebook messenger and we will read them on the podcast in april poems can be serious or silly let us know if you want them read anonymously, or else you can attach your name so that everyone can sing your praises until the end of time itself.
1: Ooh, that's that's a big claim right there. Until the end of time itself? Right? Once it's on the internet. I guess. That's true. <laughs>
0: it's there forevermore. Just be sure to tell us what you want at time of submission. <laughs> uh, poems are due by March 1st. That's only a month away. What do you think, Joanne? Are you going to be submitting anything? Are you feeling brave? Competition is really thick, let me tell you. At time of recording,
1: we have a grand total of zero submissions. Ooh. Um, No, I'm not going to. (laughs) Poetry honestly has never been a forte of mine um, or something that's You've never close written to my heart. You've never any
0: crappy poetry when you were a high schooler?
1: Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Well, um, but please, I actually... Please. Uh, yeah. Grace us with it. Sure, I don't have any of it anymore. Um, I was I was more into short stories writing than actual poetry. Well, now
0: we're going to have to do a short story podcast. So no. That, okay.
1: no. <laughs> uh, for, for the good of the world, out, outside of this room right now, you no one wants to hear that
0: <laughs> all right again any poems submitted to us via facebook messenger by march 1st have the chance to be read do not plagiarize and try to keep it pejorated because we reserve the right to not read your poem if you submit your work you are granting us permission to read record and post it online yay the disclaimer is done until next time happy reading bye bye